I'm your host, Kara Stein Conaway, and this is the Business Mamas Podcast. The Business Mamas Podcast is made for women who know they should be doing more self care and practicing more self love, but are overrun with balancing it all. This podcast provides the tools and support you need so you can have a successful career while also being a present and loving mom. Thanks so much for tuning in. This podcast episode is called My Breakdown That Led Me to My Breakthrough, Why I Don't Work on Sundays or Go Without My Morning Routine. This episode is about that point, that point that you get to when you've been pushing so incredibly hard that you just collapse. And it's not a point that I think many of us come to easily. You know, we, we really push ourselves incredibly hard. But ultimately, when we keep pushing and we keep pushing and we don't give ourselves the care and the rest and the nurturing that we need, we will all come to this feeling at some point in our lives. And for me, it was a turning point. It was a turning point that awakened me to the realization that I had to take better care of myself and that if I didn't take better care of myself, I wasn't going to be able to show up for my family, for my clients, for anyone else important in my life. And so this episode is about my breaking point and what I did when I realized I was in it to turn things around, to move my life in a different direction. And I can tell you this story that I'm about to tell you was in December of 2017. And so it's been now just over three years. And my life has gotten so much better, happier, more balanced since this point. And so it's something that I want to share with you in hopes that if you're in that difficult place in your life, that this could be a turning point for you too. Maybe your breakdown that leads you to your breakthrough. The structure I'm going to use for this episode is that I'm going to share with you an article that was published in the November-December 2020 edition of the San Luis Obispo Bar Bulletin. And after I read the article to you, then I'm going to give you some additional update, some additional insights that I've had since I've written this article. I hope you enjoy this episode. My breakdown that led me to my breakthrough, why I don't work on Sundays or go without my morning routine. I grappled with whether I wanted to share this story with you. As lawyers, we are expected to take on extraordinary challenges and not let it show when we're struggling. I believe that the model of working ourselves into the ground as a measure of success and contribution is outdated and totally unhealthy. I am an advocate for developing a new way of relating to our work as lawyers and as human beings. I hope that by sharing this story with you, 
you feel empowered to develop a way of relating to your work that feels right for you. It was a cool Sunday morning in December 2017 when I kissed my one-year-old Cameron and my four-year-old Jackson goodbye and headed to my office as I had done nearly every day since January 2017 when I had decided to open my own law firm. Typically, when I arrived in the early morning hours on the weekend, I was the only person in the building for at least most of the time, and I was able to tackle those more time-consuming projects without interruption. But this morning was different. When I stepped into my office and closed the door, I was physically unable to make it to my chair or even turn on my computer. Instead, I collapsed to the floor. I felt exhausted and I felt devastated. I wanted to be home with my sons. I knew that Cameron would be running around in that adorable way that babies run when they've mastered walking and their little legs can't quite keep up with the excitement they feel about their new mobility. They run and tumble, run and tumble, and melt your heart with the absolute beauty of it all. Jackson was beside himself with joy that his once tiny baby brother who had previously just laid on the floor drooling, had suddenly turned into a playmate who was interested and willing to participate in any play idea that Jackson could come up with. And I was missing it. I was missing a lot of it. And I felt guilty and I felt angry. I was angry at myself because I was the one who packed up my work bag drove to my office and left the beauty that was right before my eyes for the work challenges I was in no state to tackle. I was 36 years old and never had I ever experienced anything like this before. Before I had children, I would work a full day, bring my work home on the weekend and still take time to do the things that nurtured me outside of work too. Back then, time seemed more abundant. But as I laid on my floor this winter morning in December 2017, I realized that so much had changed for me. I still wanted to provide extraordinary care and representation to every person who trusted me with their futures. Now I had two little boys who would not be little forever and who I wanted to spend more time with. I knew when I decided to open a law firm of my own that there would be challenges, but it took me laying emotionally paralyzed on the floor that cool Sunday morning to realize that my current path was not sustainable. This was my breakdown that led me to my breakthrough. I committed right then and there while lying on the floor that I would no longer be coming into the office on Sundays. By setting that boundary, I immediately felt a huge sense of relief. So in 2018, I stopped working on Sundays. Sundays became a day that I could count on to play with my boys and also set aside some time to nurture myself. I am lucky enough to get to practice criminal defense with my father, Jeff Stein, 
And one of the great joys of our professional careers is getting to brainstorm with one another about our cases. While I learned many wonderful things from my father, he did not teach me about having healthy boundaries with work. For as long as I can remember, he worked all hours, all days of the week. So when he would call me on a Sunday to brainstorm about a new case, I would get to gently remind him that I did not do case work on Sundays. And can we talk about this tomorrow? It took some training, but eventually my father learned that holding that boundary was important to me. And he learned to call me to FaceTime with his grandsons on Sunday and to save the case brainstorming for the other days of the week. When I first stopped working on Sundays, I felt pressure to get seven days of work done in the six remaining days of the week that I was leaving available for work. To increase my efficiency, effectiveness, and productivity, I knew that I wanted to take additional steps to enhance my energy so that I could optimize each workday. So to help take better care of myself and to enhance my energy, I decided every morning before work, I would follow a morning routine. It has evolved over the years. I give myself the flexibility to revise it at any time. I'll share my current morning routine with you. Starting your day with a kind message to yourself or a mantra. You can set the tone for your day by speaking kind words to yourself. Just as I begin to realize that I'm awake each day, I tell myself something uplifting. What I decide to say to myself also changes depending on what I need to hear. Currently, my mantra is, I am happy, I am healthy, and today I get to help people. Be in gratitude. You can practice gratitude daily. After saying my mantra, I tap into my heart and I ask myself, what am I grateful for in this moment? Then I say whatever comes to my mind. This morning, I felt grateful that my body is strong and healthy and allowed me to play a 30-minute game of freeze tag with my boys after dinner last night. Spend time in your body. Exercise. You can give your mind a break by spending time in your body. Although someday I think I may do longer morning workouts, my go-to exercise every weekday morning is 30 minutes or less. My favorite and the one that I go back to consistently is Sean T's Insanity Max 30, which is a 30-minute version of the original longer Insanity program. However, I do take breaks from Insanity and try other Beachbody on-demand workouts. The one I'm currently enjoying is called Morning Meltdown. I paid about $100 for an annual membership for Beachbody on-demand, and it fits perfectly into my life. Before I had kids, I enjoyed going to the gym and to yoga studios. It was not only for exercise, but it was also a fun social outlet. However, since having children and having more time constraints, being able to exercise at my home in the early morning hours before my children are even awake has been the perfect fit for me. Spend time in silence. Meditation. You can give yourself the gift of silence, even if it's just for a few minutes. Although I've sometimes set aside more time for meditation, currently I just commit to five minutes a day. 
I usually meditate right after I finish my exercise. I've used various apps to find guided meditations. The one I'm currently enjoying is called Insight Timer. I just downloaded it from the Apple App Store and it's free. Connect with your loved ones. There's a benefit of having daily connection time with your loved ones. It recharges you. It recharges them. You can build it into your daily self-care routine. When it was time to stop breastfeeding, my youngest son, Cameron, I felt this deep sense of loss. I realized when I was allowing myself to explore that feeling that I treasured the snuggles that are inherent in the breastfeeding experience. So when I knew that breastfeeding was coming to an end, but realized that what I was really sad to miss was the snuggling, I recognized that the morning snuggling did not need to end. Cameron is now four years old and he is still a mega snuggler. For as long as he's interested in snuggling with me, I will hold him in my arms and start the day with snuggles. It's a gift I don't take for granted. Jackson, who is seven now, is happy with a morning hug, but Jackson usually has other things he'd like to do besides snuggle. I'll take my morning snuggles with Cameron and a hug with Jackson for as long as the boys are up for it. Morning snuggles and hugs are one of my favorite parts of my morning routine. Then I get ready for work and start working. I used to leave my house to head to the office, but given COVID-19, most days now I head to my home office. This morning routine is how I take care of myself every day and how I start my day by filling up my cup so that during the day I can pour my energy into my clients and their cases. And so when my work is done, I can pour my energy into my sons. When work challenges come up during the day, I know that I am better able to take them on because doing this morning routine elevated my mood and my energy. I'm happier and I'm more productive than I was before I became consistent with this morning routine. Taking care of myself in this way is a habit that has actually become remarkably easy to maintain. I crave my morning routine, and I know that my day will not be as good without it, so I stick to it. Now, in addition to typically not working on Sundays, I generally don't work on Saturdays either. If I do need to work on the weekend, I can usually squeeze it into the early morning, late evening, or during the time when we let the boys watch TV. In this way, I know that my weekends are reserved primarily for connecting with my sons. One might think my work would suffer having developed these boundaries, but I've found the opposite to be true. I'm more efficient, more productive, And I'm taking care of my clients better now that I have healthy boundaries around my work. My commitment to the morning routine also helped me stay more focused during work hours and able to navigate an ever-evolving criminal law practice while being there for my sons and also there for myself. If you've struggled with having healthy boundaries with your work the way I have, I hope that you will consider what steps you can take to develop the boundaries you need to prioritize your wellness and what matters most in your life. You can start by looking at your life and being honest about what is and isn't working for you. Is there a boundary with your work 
that you know you need to set? What is that boundary? What step can you take right now to set that boundary? Will you give yourself the gift of developing your own nourishing daily self-care routine? Given the other commitments you have, where in your day can you carve out time for this new daily self-care routine? Start small. Saying a morning mantra or focusing on gratitude when you first wake up can be done in less than two minutes. Maybe start there. And as you make more space for more, add in other components to your ideal morning routine that will help you start your day feeling nourished, energized, and excited about getting to fill up the cups of your clients because your own cup is already full. It's only been a couple of months since I wrote this article, but still, I have some new information that I think might be helpful in you trying to process how you might go ahead and implement your own morning routine. So first, I just want to reiterate, start small. That is the best way to have something stick is by starting with something that's really achievable for you. If you don't have a morning routine at all, then I would not suggest implementing something like what I'm currently doing, which has a whole bunch of different components, because going from zero to all of this is something that is less likely to be maintained with consistency. So I think it's a really good way to go is to approach something with what is one small step you could take. So in the article I mentioned, you know, start with a mantra and gratitude because literally you can do that in less than two minutes. And so you want to set yourself up with a goal that you can easily achieve and then build on that from there. So I still think starting with a gratitude and a morning mantra is a great way to do something really quick that can be powerful because when you say something kind to yourself, like the morning mantra, you're giving yourself a positive message the first thing in the morning, right when you feel like you're waking up. And it's so nice to hear that. And think about like as a mother, And you say kind, loving, wonderful things to your children because you want them to feel loved and you want them to feel special. Well, we can do that for ourselves too. So try out saying something really sweet and loving and kind to yourself first thing in the morning and see how you feel. I think the gratitude goes really well with the mantra because again, you can do it so quickly. But if you take that one minute of your time and spend it connecting to your heart and really feeling into what am I grateful for right in this moment? It has a really powerful effect of grounding you in that feeling of gratitude, which then colors everything else that you move into after that point in time. So I still think that that's a wonderful place to start with those two if you're just getting started. If you're considering doing some exercise, I wanted to share a little bit more about the exercise component for me. I have been a lifelong exerciser. I started off as a young child loving gymnastics and then moving into pole vaulting as a teenager. And fitness has always been something that has brought me joy. I think about the times in my life when I've felt less balanced and less well, in particular, what I shared about in this podcast episode about when I found myself on the floor of my office in December 2017, I wasn't exercising then. And exercise is so critical to my emotional well-being. And I think that 
there are ways for everyone to start implementing exercise and it doesn't even have to be 30 minutes. Like I said, I'm a 30 minutes or less person at this stage in my life. I think that you could do five minutes. If exercise is the piece that you really want to commit to starting in your morning routine, I would suggest starting small, you know, start with five minutes or start with 10 minutes, find something really doable. It doesn't have to even be, you know, a beach body workout or another type of workout program. You could just commit to 10 push-ups and 10 sit-ups every morning. And that's your morning routine for your exercise. Something like that is also a great way to start because Again, I think the importance of creating a morning routine that you can actually stick with is something that is achievable, something that you can do and that you can build a feeling of satisfaction with yourself and credibility with yourself. Because when you make a commitment to something and you follow through on the commitment, you begin knowing that you can count on yourself, that you will follow through with what you commit to. And so... I suggest, you know, if you're not currently exercising, start with something small that you really can do and then build the momentum. You could create, you know, if you wanted to do a five minute morning routine, you could do a gratitude and a mantra and three minutes of exercise. And you could do the entire routine in five minutes. And I think that you would feel a huge sense of, caring for yourself in a way that you haven't before. And at the same time, it would take very, very little time, you know, and I know that time is a consideration for certainly for me, and I know for a lot of other people. So that's one idea that I have. The other insight I wanted to share about exercise that I think could be helpful for you is I've gone to different types of exercise depending on what I feel like I need. So for much of my life, and this would include sort of the time frame that I was talking about in the article December 2017 and sort of the months following that time period, my go-to was always Shanti's Insanity Max 30 or some other very intense exercise program. The reason I gravitated towards those types of programs is because it would get me out of my head. And when I was in a state in my life where work was always swirling through my brain. Like I could not get case analysis to stop. And I know you know what I'm talking about. If you have a job where your mind is analyzing things and that's what you do a lot of the time. And so I would wake up and my mind would be analyzing my clients' cases. And I didn't want that to be happening when I was trying to exercise and take care of myself. It, you know, I needed a break. And so the reason I I did Sean T's Insanity Max 30 is because it was so hard and I was so out of breath (laughs) while I was exercising that my mind could not keep latched on to the cases that I was analyzing and turning over in my brain because I could barely breathe, right? I was like, I was pushing myself that hard physically that my mind could not do two things at once. And so it was the way that I got myself out of my mind and into my body. And it just felt so good because it was pretty much the true break that I needed. It was almost the only time when I could completely get out of my head and stop analyzing work. 
So for a long time, I stuck with really intense workouts like Insanity Max 30, not only because, you know, they were great workouts and I felt there was a benefit to my physical body, but more importantly, for the mental break that it gave me. Now, over the course of the last several years, since I've been doing this morning routine and since I've been practicing meditation and learning to be much more present in my life, whether that's in work or at home with my kids or with my husband, I no longer need to do something of Shanti's intensity level in order for my mind to be present with the exercise that I'm experiencing most of the time. I'm not going to say all of the time because I still do certainly have those moments where my mind's, you know, analyzing something and I just, it's very difficult for me to let it go and to be present where I'm at. But I'm much, much more practiced at being present with wherever I'm at now than I was three years ago. And so because of that, I have given myself more freedom in the types of exercise that I will choose to put as part of my morning routine. And some of them are much less intense than Shanti's Insanity program, for example, and I'm not necessarily totally breathless. So the one I mentioned in the article that I was doing at the time I wrote the article was called Morning Meltdown. That was also a beach body workout. I, I really enjoyed that one. It was, I thought it was really fun. It was, it was a hundred days. So it was pretty long lasting compared to a lot of other workouts, but I really enjoyed it. And I'm, I'm glad that I did that. It was less intense than insanity, but it was still, it still had, you know, it felt like a really good workout and, and I felt like I was getting a very good exercise. I probably could have intensified it myself to make it feel more like insanity if I wanted to, but I I took it at a bit more of a medium pace rather than what I would consider the Shanties being like a really high level intense exercise. The other thing I was going to mention as far as my exercise is I recently signed up for Lori Harder's Body and Soul Exercise Program and It was a one-time purchase where I then got access to a whole year's worth of weightlifting workouts. The workouts, many of them are around 20 minutes. Some of them are as long as 30 minutes. And I love that I can get a really great weightlifting workout in that short of a period of time. One other thing that I really love about the Lori Harder workout program is that she is also a personal development and self-love advocate. And so her messaging when she's leading the workouts is really uplifting and positive. And I just love hearing that sort of messaging first thing in the morning. So that's something I really enjoy. And I go through time periods where, you know, I'll do a beach body workout like Shanti's Insanity Max 30 or I'll do the morning meltdown and then I'll say, okay, I'm kind of ready for a break from those and I'll go do some Lori Harder workouts for a little while and then I'll alternate back and forth. So those are the ones that I'm currently enjoying the most. But just to wrap up what I'm discussing on working out, I think that exercise has always been something that has been so key to my well-being. I know that in the times of my life when I have felt the most exhausted and overwhelmed and on the floor (laughs) kind of feelings, it's usually when I've slipped out of consistent exercise. And 
when I come back to consistent exercise, even if it's a very short amount of time, it brings me so much wellness in my life. It adds so much to my well-being. And so I really encourage you to think about how you can implement exercise into your life, even if it's an incredibly short amount of time. You can look at it doing it more for your mental health than your physical health. I actually think that for me, I know it's important for my physical health, but my main motivating factor behind why I'm so consistent with my exercises is for the mental health benefit. As far as meditation goes, I did want to give you a little bit of additional information on meditation. In my article that I was sharing with you, I said that at the time I was only doing five minutes of meditation. I recently started 10 minutes as part of my daily morning routine, and I've noticed an improvement for myself. I think that for me, there there was a, a difference between five minutes and 10 minutes. And in the 10 minute meditations that I've been doing, I feel like I've been reaching this like really peaceful present zone that I think I wasn't quite entering into when I was only giving myself five minutes. Now, again, if you haven't done any meditation and you don't have a lot of time, start with five minutes or even three minutes. Starting with a little bit is certainly better than not starting at all. But I did really notice that that 10-minute period seems to be a sweet spot for me currently. I'm noticing more presence in the meditative state than when I was only doing five minutes. And I just found that Beachbody On Demand was offering a, a new course where they partnered with what's called the Unplug app. And it was a 21-day series where they had a different teacher doing a 10-minute meditation every day for 21 days. And I really thought that was, it was really enjoyable for me. And like I said, I always knew meditation was healthy. So I was committed to doing it just because I knew it it felt grounding for me and healthy. But during these 10 minutes a day for 21 days, when I recently completed this Unplug series through Beachbody, uh, which is, I think the program's called Unstress. I noticed that during the actual meditation, I felt this sense of calm and joy and love and just like, this is exactly where I want to be, right? I just, I sunk into that present moment where I didn't have anything else going through my mind or swirling around most of the time. I mean, momentarily, I would I would have a thought that would come in but I really reached that state of pure presence and enjoyed my time meditating. So that's one of the gifts I'm going to be giving myself moving forward is allowing myself to do those 10 minute meditations since I've been enjoying them so much. I think that's a good summary of sort of some additional information that I can add that I think might be valuable for you that I hadn't mentioned in the article that I shared. I hope that this information is helpful to you and might inspire you to set aside some sacred time to nurture yourself in whatever way that you think you need the most. And if you haven't been giving yourself that quiet time where you can really hear your intuition speaking to you and you don't know what would be most beneficial, 
feel free to try out any of the parts of my morning routine that you think might feel good to you. An experiment, you know, give yourself the freedom to try it out, to see how it feels and to decide, you know, no, I don't think that really works for me. That's not making me feel better in the morning, right? And so if you feel that way, trust yourself and don't go with that one and try something different. Morning routines are most effective when they're customized to you. And the only goal of this morning routine is for you to feel nourished, taken care of, loved, and inspired to then be your best self. And so give yourself that freedom, you know, make it your own and let it be a place of non-judgment. You can't do this wrong. There's, there's no way to do this wrong. And if you're taking steps to try to take better care of yourself, that's a step in the right direction. I'm so excited for where this might take you and I'm wishing you all the best as you jump in to exploring what kind of a morning routine could feel nurturing to you. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you shared it with someone you think could benefit from hearing it. Until next time, and with gratitude, Kara Stein-Conaway.